Hi everyone and welcome to the seventh episode of the Stoic Advantage. Today we're going to be talking about the Stoic practice of negative visualization. It's also called premeditating on adversity. If you've heard that phrase before, it basically means the same thing. And what it means is to anticipate the worst in a situation or event and learn to be okay with it. So many of the Stoics talked about this practice. In fact, uh, if you tuned into the episode, which I did, I think, I believe it was the second episode, Marcus Aurelius's morning routine, uh, Marcus talks about how every morning he thinks of the worst that could happen. So he anticipates running into people who may harm him, who may want the worst for him. So he anticipates these people coming along during the day and kind of ruining his day. Now, he's doing this as a way to soften the blow in case this event were to actually occur. So he performs this idea of negative visualization first thing in the morning to anticipate the worst and to tell himself that even if he experiences this stuff, this will pass. And also people who do this are, in a sense, he says, misguided, so he shouldn't be really upset about it. So Marcus Aurelius talks about incorporating negative visualization at the beginning of your day, which again means to think about an event or think about a situation that may happen. So for example, if you're in school, it can be failing a test. If you are starting a business or you have a business, it can be something horribly wrong going uh, for your business. Maybe for some reason you lose a bunch of customers or um, your your business burns down. Now, of course, you're not you know, thinking pessimistically in the sense that, oh, this will happen to you. But what it's doing is it's getting you to contemplate the possibility. Um, William B. Irvine, who I've talked about on this podcast before, calls it a flickering thought. So you're not obsessing over it. You're not a pessimist. You're thinking negatively for a particular instance, and you're thinking about this may happen. But the big part is, you're training yourself to realize even if it does happen, life will still go on. So there's a couple benefits for this. The first thing is it teaches you that, like I said, life still goes on. So even if something bad happens, you'll realize you still wake up the next day, you still get the gift of life, and that there are other things in life which will give you meaning, and that this particular thing um, will pass, the suffering will pass. Um, even if they've, you know, a lot of the Stoics like Seneca talks about contemplating even your own death. And yes, that's the worst thing that could happen, you dying. But he says the reason you should do this, you should negatively visualize your own mortality, is that it'll allow you to become grateful for the life you do have uh, if you do survive past to the next day. And also, even if you do end up dying, you'll realize how much of a gift it was to be alive in the first place because we have such a low percentage that we were gifted in this earth that we were had the ability to even have life that just the idea of making it this far is a gift in itself. So Seneca talks about negatively visualizing your own mortality. Um, one of the biggest reasons why I think negative visualization is such an important tool is because it allows you to be gracious 
and realize that what you have is enough. So that's a big stoic principle that Epictetus, that Seneca talked about, the idea that you should be okay with what you have. And to be happy, you shouldn't want more things, but learn to be happy with what you have. And that could be possession-wise, that could be job-wise, family-wise. You have something to look forward to in your present life, even if it's the idea of just being alive. So we should take advantage of that and we should be grateful for that. So um, in the book, The Guide to the Good Life, which I've talked about on this podcast before, William B. Irvine talks about lottery winners and how when they win the lottery, you think they automatically become happy. But what they do is they just take advantage of what they have and they just want more things. So they're basically as happy as what they were before they won the lottery. And Irvine causes he, uh, hedonic adaptation, which he gets from a particular psychologist, which means you learn to um, just the things that you have now that you've that you've accumulated because of the lottery, those just become normal. So it's not that, oh, I have enough. It's, oh, I need more. So that idea of more just adapts to your new circumstances. So in order to avoid that, you could really think about what if these things were taken away from me? What if I lose my wealth? What if, again, my house burns down? Again, you're having that flickering thought about it. And what that will do is allow you to be like, wow, I have enough right now. I don't need to keep searching for more. So stoicism is all about the idea of shifting your mindset and realizing that you can be happy right now. And negative visualization really does this for you. I know I'm a big fan of The School of Life, which is a YouTube channel and also an organization in the UK. And Alain de Botton, who's an author who founded The School of Life, uh, refers to this practice of negative visualization as pessimistic thinking. I think it's more of a clickbaity type phrase or type process. It really means the same thing. It doesn't mean you're a pessimist. But he says, yeah, we should add a bit of pessimism throughout our day because it allows us to be grateful for what we have. So this is a process that is pretty big in the self-help and personal development field this idea of negative visualization. So I highly recommend taking time throughout the day to really think about, well, what if I were to lose this thing? It'll make you more grateful and it'll also allow you to um, understand that you have everything you want right here, even if you're going through some problems. So thanks everyone for listening. Please, if you haven't done so, please subscribe or follow this podcast. It'll mean a lot to me. I will try to come up with more episodes. This past week was a bit busy, so I could only come up with one. I will try to come up with more. I may even post some interviews I've had before with some stoic thinkers, such as Jonas Salzgaber and Donald Robertson and my other channel. If you haven't checked it out, please check out the Philosophy in Motion channel. And yeah, if you'd like to leave a rating in whatever podcast, um, field or that you're listening this to listening to this podcast too that would be great leave a rating so i know uh, how to get better and until next time take care